The SCP Foundation is responsible for locating and containing individuals, entities, locations, and objects that violate natural law. Don't worry, everything you're about to hear is completely fiction. Welcome to the Chatterbass Podcast. Welcome back to the Chatterbass Podcast. And a few weeks ago, I had uh, told you about the SCP Foundation, which stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. It's a fictional uh, writer's wiki of sorts, like a, a group of people who come together to write stories about this SCP Foundation, which is uh, to protect humanity from all kinds of dangerous things out there. Um, some interesting stories. And so I thought I'd cover one of those today, this morning, because I've taken an interest again. Uh, well, I've been listening to a lot of stories from that um, catalog of writers, and they're continually writing new things, so it's always interesting. One of them that I'll cover this morning, or this afternoon when this goes out, uh, that I thought was pretty cool, and then also I'll uh, share one that I thought um, might make a good story that I, I've been working on. A few of them, I haven't written out anything on there, but maybe if somebody wants to just take what I have and create it, write it for uh, themselves, that'd be, that'd be fine with me as well. So uh, one that I want to talk about today, and just to give you a little bit of heads up, if you've never read anything or heard anything from the SCP Foundation, I would find that somewhat unlikely if you listen to any movies or TV shows or books or things like that. There's a lot of material that is out there in the wild that people use and they just reference SCP um, documents or they get their ideas from there. There's a lot of like overlap nowadays and they, because this is Creative Commons, I, I believe that was considered Creative Commons. It's uh, allowed for you just to take it and make some commercial product from it. So there's some really interesting things they come up with. Now, um, as far as what they come up with, it, it goes from like the basic and mundane, something that's like not not terrifying in any degree. Like uh, there's this one, this uh, goopy peanut butter-like substance that giggles and chuckles and tickles you and makes everybody happy and cures depression and stuff. So there's interesting things like that all the way up to things that if you're not looking at it, it comes at you and attacks you and kills you. Um, so there's all kinds of interesting stories. Now, one that I want to talk about is SCP-5000. This has uh, been a story I, I've seen several videos on the internet that um, discuss more of the details, animate everything. It's really interesting. But the gist of it, and we're going to, I'll give you kind of the timeline briefly, uh, because most of the SCP articles are written from a standpoint of a report, like somebody is writing up a report about what happened um, based on information, like an object that they've collected or doing research on things. And so um, this particular SCP uh, is in relation to what is considered an XK class end of the world scenario. XK class end of the world, and this is how they um, uh, define things. They have different definitions for a different, um, like, the how difficult it is to contain an SCP, which is what they consider like an SCP. And the number after is like which object, person, place, or thing they're referring to. And how difficult it is to contain or how dangerous it is could be like a safe class, Euclid, it could be um, Keter class, which is really high up there. And then as far as like end of the world scenarios or time bending anomalies, they have all kinds of different uh, situations. But XK class is like, that's it, the world's over, we're not getting back, it's all done. So in this particular one, what happened is um, there is a man named Pietro Wilson, and he uh, <clears throat> comes up with, a, or he's at a base that gets attacked and by by the SCP, um, some of their own soldiers from a different group. And he ends up hiding inside of a suit of armor that gives him all these abilities and also wants him to go to this particular place, this other site. And he has this briefcase with him. And uh, he learns all these interesting things along the way, and I'll explain that in a minute. But um, anytime he opens the briefcase, 
he just there's a flash and then he is much closer to the place that he's trying to bring this briefcase to it, um, he has this overwhelming drive to bring it there and he doesn't know why uh in the end when he does get it there it unites um the scp 055 briefcase to scp 057 and what happens at that point is time basically resets to prior to this incident happening and the reasoning for it and removes that event from ever happening from the world. Um, so that was an interesting, like they had these two objects that had to come together and just wipe out the possibility of there being an end of the world scenario. Now, the reason why all of this happened is a project called NUMA and they were doing these tests on the human psychosphere and there was this influence uh, in the human mind that the SCP Foundation and the O5 Council, you'll hear the O5 Council, the O5 Council is basically uh, the top authority. People don't like know who they are or what they are or everything, but what they pass down to need that needs to be done in the SCP is just, you know, that's that's their word is law. That That's it right there. Um, so they decide that there's this influence or this thing in the human mind that requires the omnicide, as they say, just wiping out all of humanity because it is so dangerous. And uh, so <clears throat> that is what happens. Uh, the OFIA 5 Council doing tests on the uh, human psychosphere with Project NUMA find out that uh, there's something dangerous up there and need to wipe out everybody. So they release all of the SCPs. Everything that can be um, dangerous to humans, they just throw it out there and just start wiping out everybody that they can. Um, and that's what this report is going through. And it's like, hey, something happened. This guy, uh, Pietro Wilson, at this base, suddenly everybody's getting attacked. He doesn't know what's happening. He hides, and then he has this overwhelming urge to bring this briefcase to this other SCP and along the way sees all of these things happening. And he's actually, the suit that he's wearing, which is SCP-5, I think the suit itself is called 5000, but also like this whole scenario is is that. And he, um, uh, along the way, he's invisible, so nobody knows they can't see him or what he's doing. Uh, for the most part, he gets away with um, making it all the way there, obviously. And then in the end, when he unites that thing, he actually gets teleported to the time when that um, this event in Project Numa didn't exist. It wipes out this whole reset button, wiped out that project from ever happening so that we never know. Now, the interesting thing is there's also another SCP that's involved. It's like this dead lizard thing that's called SCP-682, and it uh, wants to just wipe out anything that is alive or living or has any bit of life in it. it it's uh, completely against living and living things. And the interesting thing was that in their research, it seemed that the alignment of what humans and that psychosphere project it's suddenly aligned with what that lizard want and just wiping out people. There's some interesting other stuff in there about like people being trained out of pain and um, that the cure, it removes your pain and empathy. And that, that seems to align with this SCP, the dead lizard 682 that wants to um, wipe out humanity. I know it's not like a lizard, but that's how it looks to me. It's more like a crocodile with rags on it or something. Um, anyways, <clears throat> so uh, that's kind of the whole scenario there. Now, the specifics to what is in this briefcase are very interesting. This is the, um, I believe this is the self-hiding, self-containing secret, self-keeping, self-keeping secret. Um, what it is, is it's an anti, it's anti, 
or a mimetic device. I don't know if it's anti-mimetic or it's just a mimetic device. Um, basically, what happens anytime that you interact or see it, you suddenly forget all knowledge of it or that its existence is a thing or what it is. And so there are a lot of tests done to figure out what it is by figuring out what it isn't. Um, so it's really interesting. They don't really know to, uh, what it is. But what happens is when you look at it, you... Uh, or when Pietro Wilson looked at it, he would continue his journey, but he'd completely forget about it because he had interacted with whatever was in the uh, suitcase. Um, I didn't do a lot of research on SCP-057. I believe that one. Let me look it up right here real quick. This is... Um, yeah, it... Uh, I didn't do a bunch of looking up on this one because it's like a, it says SCP-057 is a subterranean chamber with an approximate cylindrical height of three meters and a diameter of 18 meters. And there's something else down there, but then you don't figure out what it is either because, you know, the guy forgets. And he, basically when he reset, he went before this time in Project Numa, he was like in pain and he was about to die. So he dies in that um, suit, uh, SCP-5000, and he, him in previous time, the actual like alive Pietro Wilson uh, is matched with the guy in this suit. So they're like, oh, hey, it's you. And he's like, well, I have no memory of all this stuff happening. And so they read and uh, in the suit, it has logs of things that are happening and they just record and write down all the information that they found out. Um, but of course, none of this stuff actually happened. Uh, it was just kind of like, oh, the end of the world scenario is coming up. Hey, let's hit a reset time, uh, reset to a time before and remove all possibility of it happening. The end. So it's a really interesting uh, story for SCP-5000. And before I move on with my SCP, I just want to point out that our sponsor of the day is something that I made. It's the Chatterbass text logo zip-up hoodie. If you'd like to support the show, you can go pop over there on the link in the description or hop over to Patreon. Also, uh, throwing it in here, like, comment, subscribe, and continue to uh, stick with me as we continue to produce content. Also, I have the other channel on Rumble where I'll be putting out unique content over there, so you can go check that out as well. Uh, so as far as my SCP, that one of many that I've been uh, thinking through, I don't know necessarily working on writing down some ideas. I don't know that I'm a great writer, so uh, I don't know if I'll ever get to writing it. So anybody who wants to write or work on those things or take any of the ideas that I present on the show, go for it. That's totally fine with me because in the end, I mean, it's all it's all free range. Uh, Creative Commons works on SCP. You can just do whatever you want with it anyways. So what I have is I was at the gas station the other day and I did some research to find out other gas station related anomalies in the SCP universe. And there were other things, but they seemed to like, oh, they removed them to other places. So um, I have the idea that, okay, you have a gas pump. And what happens is if you type in a series of a particular set of numbers on the pin code, when you put in your credit or debit card, if it asks for a zip code and you type in a certain set of numbers, the type of gas that you get out is uh, not gas. It's something else. So the way this would work is, uh, let's say that the first number, so you got, if you put in your credit, credit card or debit card, you type in 00000, so five zeros, then you select any of the pump types or the regular um, medium or whatever. I never get the middle one. <laughs> and and uh, uh, super or whatever, like the last one. So there's like normal, above normal and best performance or whatever. Um, so each one will now suddenly be a different type of material or something else that comes out of it. And th this is what I thought. So the first one, it could spew out a gasoline that also um, at the rate of combustion of a standard four-cylinder vehicle, it would, it would um, 
be expanding at that consumption rate up to 10 times the amount of output that you output. So if you put out 10 gallons, it's going to put it's going to put out 10 gallons and then at the combustion rate of a four-cylinder engine, it's going to be expanding up to 100 gallons. I thought that'd be really interesting and weird. So that could be the way that the SCP finds out somebody like forgets their thing and then they actually like they type in zero 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 because they forgot their zip code or some guy's like stealing somebody else's thing. And so he types that in and then it puts out that gasoline and then he dies because like it's just expanding too much and too many fumes or something like that. <laughs> I thought that'd be really interesting. But then the other gas types are also different things. So um, I can't remember what I thought for one of them would be um, put out a liquid that almost looks like gasoline but is more viscous and it would be a portal kind of um there's a red pool uh thing in scp universe up in yukon territories in canada or some of that something like that and it'd be something like that uh it'd be another material that would allow things to come and go through to a different plane or to another world and then I don't remember what I was going to do for the other one. But then as far as the way the numbers work is once you type in that first number, the 0000, it now changes to a different number, but it's always the same set of 10, 10 strings of numbers. But they're unique numbers that like no um, actual zip code exists for them in the U.S. And so this would be at a QT gas station, which we only have in the Southeast. It would be one particular pump. Anytime the SCP tries to remove that pump, it no longer has the anomalous properties, but any pump that is replaced in that area, in that one gains those anomalous properties so it's like a unique location thing so that what they decide to do is they run through all the different numbers and they um test out the different uh scenarios what it can have and then they put the number set like higher up in the number set and they redact all of like the numbers except for the initial one or two so that they have somebody watching there all the time and once somebody starts typing in those numbers they go and get them and and then reset the number thing again because uh, they know that somebody's like trying to uh work uh interact with this anomalous gas pump so that was my idea um there might be some holes and blobs in the logic with it and i need to come up with something for the last um scenario or the last like supreme or whatever it might be um what its effects are when you put out that gas or whatever and i guess i could have something if there was like a diesel pump on it too um but that would be pretty interesting i think uh from that effect so that's all i have for you today hopefully um maybe next week i'll put out another idea that i have and cover another scp if you find this interesting and i have some other things regarding uh government and stocks and all kinds of other things check me out over on rumble i'll have a different episode up there and like comment subscribe and uh, i'll see you guys next time